the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to this 820 AM The Word broadcast special, Heart of the City. Pastors, ministry leaders, and churches have received a call to serve their communities with the love and compassion of Christ. The call is from God's heart to the heart of the city. This is Heart of the City. I'm Chuck Olmstead, the Director of Local Ministry Development for 820 AM The Word. I have a special guest today. He's uh, been a longtime friend of the station, uh, Dr. Emmanuel Ziga. Welcome to the Heart of the City. Thank you so much. Thank uh-huh. you very much. Uh-huh. Well, you have, uh, you have been a friend of the station for a long time, and uh, many people know you as the, the president and founder of Grace for All Nations and Grace Business Forum, Amen. and you're the pastor of Sunshine Church here in Bellevue. So yes, you've got lots of hats to wear. Yeah, it's the act of grace. <laughs> <laughs> it is the act of grace. And you and I were having uh, lunch yesterday, and you 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 were telling me about uh, a new project, and it's more than a project. It's almost like birthing a baby, isn't yeah, it, yeah. that the Lord inspired you to do? And that's a new book that yes. you and I want to talk about today called The Power of One. Yeah. So set me up a little bit and tell me about how the Lord birthed that in your heart as far as to write this book. Well, thank you so much, and uh, we are privileged to be connected to Salem Radio. You do great things, and uh, you are influencing our society in the right direction, and you are bringing light to where there has been no light, and Mm. leadership is a product of light. And uh, if a leader can bring light, then he is doing well. Mm. That's exactly what Salem Radio is doing. Mm. You have no clue how many homes and how many families, how many business houses are, are being touched, transformed, and led by your radio. Well, thank you. God bless your institution. Uh-huh. Well, we always, as a, as a company, as a media company, we always know that uh, we, as a radio station, are not the church. Mm. We are here to, to encourage the church, to amplify what the church is doing in the local community, <clears throat> and to encourage pastors and ministry leaders to keep marching on. And so we want to do that for you as you tell your story and how the Lord has directed you. So well, t- tell me about the book. Well, thank you. Uh, it's been about four years ago when um, this may sound a little spiritual, but that's uh, the truth. I was uh, I had finished praying and laid on my bed in my times of meditation, and an angel appeared to me. Hmm. right at the foot of my, my bed and said, it's time to start writing your books. And it was so graphically clear, I did not need to ask what to write or when. I mean, he just finished it, finished what he said and left. And I, and I felt the grace to produce books. Hmm. And uh, but it took virtually about three and a half, four years to conceptualize what, what exactly the, uh, the first book must be. Uh, I, I am very particular about the word of the Lord and thus says the Lord. 
because if if the Lord will send an angel to tell me it's time to write my books, then my question is, what is the first one? What is the title? I mean, just tell me and I'll do it because the kingdom of God is a receiver's kingdom. What does it mean? The scripture says in John chapter 1, verse 12, as many as receive him to them, he, he gives power to become the sons of God. So the kingdom of God is the receiver's kingdom. As much as you can receive from God, so shall be your effectiveness. So we don't come to the kingdom to create our own plans, to do our own will, and to fulfill our own human-crafted purpose. But as he gives, we receive. As he speaks, we echo. Mm -hmm. As he directs, we, we walk. And as he inspires, we teach and live and move and have our being. So I, I was waiting till one day, about two years ago, I was in prayer like all leaders do, I'm sure, when you are in kind of a crossroads of life and uh, uh, there's so much on your spirit, but there's also so much contending with what you, you, you should do. Mm -hmm. I believe every leader goes through a time like that. Lord, did I hear from you? Right. Lord, am I still in your will? Lord, why this? Why that? And I was on my knees in prayer and praying my, my heart out. And I said, Lord, I need help. What do I do? And suddenly, he dropped a word in my spirit. It was so clear that it interfered with my, my direction of prayer. It took over my whole being. And that was in the book of Judges when Gideon was hiding behind the winepress for the fear of the unknown. The Midianites had taken over the land and Israel had been so impoverished by the, the besiegement of their enemies. You know, sometimes in life you get besieged by challenges beyond your comprehension, by unforeseen circumstances. I was at that same point. So when the Spirit of the Lord brought Gideon into my spirit, I saw myself like Gideon hiding behind the winepress, hmm. uh, trying to take cover uh, from what I don't know how to handle and, and, and how to go from here. Mm -hmm. And so then he, he echoed in my spirit this verse, uh, that you are a mighty man of valor. Uh, but, 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 but that seemed to be the platform of what he was about to say. And he, he said that, have I not sent you as one man? I will be with you. Now, that was what the angel told Gideon. Right. That as one man, you will overcome the Midianites and, and, and set Israel free. And that was when Gideon became a judge, you see. But when he spoke that word, it hit my spirit in my circumstances. And it was as clear as I could think that that would be the theme of my first book. And so the, the name of the book became? The Power of One Man. The Power of One. Yeah, The Power of One. You know, so, so and when I began to meditate, the first thing that came to my spirit was that, well, Gideon was a leader. And in his leadership, from one man's perspective, as God inspired him, he changed the course of the direction of the entire generation. 
One of the things he did was God sent him to go to his father's house to pull down the idols, to pull down the groves, to, to set his house in order. And his father had no idea uh, how that could have happened except if God was, was with Gideon. And the, the city where Gideon was uh, and the, all those elders came against him and said, let's kill Gideon. How, how dare he pull down the, the idol worshiping that they have had for generations? And his father said to, to them that if that idol was a real God uh, by its own self, let him fight for himself. Hmm. Let the idol fight for itself. Don't fight for God. If that God is God, don't fight for God. Let that idol fight, fight for itself. And it was clear that that idol uh, was, was just an effigy of, of, of strange beliefs, right. but with no power. Through Gideon, the glory and the knowledge of the Most High God was introduced into the land. People changed their ideological beliefs, changed their sociological beliefs, changed their, their family life beliefs, and took on a new vision to restore the land according to the ways of God, which was more profitable, more expedient, more fruitful, more directional, and more liberating. Through Gideon, the entire generation got saved from pressure of fear, the pressure of the unknown, the pressure of their enemies. And the Bible actually says that Gideon chose an army of a large number of people. And God said, these people are too many for me to help you overcome this. And God cut down, the, the downsized the army of Gideon to a small number compared to the largeness of the size of the enemies. But with God's contact with Gideon as one man, he changed his world. Mm. So the book began from that perspective. And when you expand it based on the, the, the themes and the content of the book, uh, the first chapter is on the principle, the principle of one. Let's talk about that. Yeah. The principle of one uh, began to really intrigue me when I began to meditate on the subject of one, that God is a triumph God. God the Father is unique on his own, a personal entity. And God the Son, Jesus, is a unique entity on, on his own, independent. So is also God the Holy Ghost, independent. But they don't do anything individually. But as one, they come together in unity to do anything. I've realized that God is a team player. And even though there are three individuals with, all, with their own sovereign authority, anytime God the Father is on the move, Jesus and the Holy Ghost are with him as one, hmm. as one team. Anytime Jesus is on the move, the Father and the Holy Ghost are one with him on one team. When the Holy Ghost is on the move, the Father and the Son are with him as one team. So I realized that in the scriptures, we have the word Elohim. Now, Elohim is the plural name of God, which is the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost coming together as one. And God has not done anything except they are one. They don't make a move except they are one. And it took me right to the very fabric of creation, that the power of one is the reason why we have all the various beautiful creations we see 
as one God. And if God in heaven, who is three, will have to become one to be effective, how much more the, we, the human beings, no matter how many individual ideas we have, we need to unite with somebody or with other people to become a one unit to fulfill a purpose. So the powerful one also began to show me that no matter what you see in numerology, one, two, three, four, five to a thousand, trillion, numbers, whatever, they all began from, from one. Hmm. The foundation of numbers is one. The foundation of numerology is one. For a for million dollars to become what it is, uh, with that one dollar, it is no more a million dollar. You know, and, and, and when you want to, to invest even two trillion dollars into any business, uh, you, you, you have to focus on one vision, one purpose, and one strategy for your profit to be gained out of your investment. Mm. Uh, if you st- throw your finances all over the place until you, 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 you invest into a one direction, you never get your harvest. Uh, you see one seed, one orange seed, but in that orange seed, you have an orange tree, and that one seed becomes the mother of an orange tree, which produces many other oranges. And eventually, out of those seeds, you can have a plantation of oranges. But it all begins from one seed. A seed is a powerful one, which produces multiples of the replica of the very core DNA of what you are looking for. As we are, uh, as I'm uh, going through some of these chapters and had a chance to read a, a little bit of your book uh, last evening, uh, you've got some examples of the, the power of one. Yeah. In fact, you mentioned in, in, in one of your chapters about Samuel. Talk to me about how that application comes to the life of Samuel. Well, Samuel was one of a kind of a leader. I consider Samuel as one of the key major uh, prophets that shifted the direction of biblical history because before Samuel came on the scene, there was a high priest called Eli who had two sons, Hophni and Phinehas. They were in the temple of Shiloh and that was the central focal point of God on the earth that God would use Shiloh to direct the citizens of the planet. Unfortunately, Eli was a weak leader whose sons who should have taken after him, mishandled their responsibility and purpose, that God was got very upset and wiped out the generation of Eli, Hophni, Phinehas, and raised a young man called, called Samuel. Samuel's mother, Hannah, was a preferred wife to the husband who was a polygamist. And, but, but even though she was preferred, she was barren. Hmm. The Bible says in First Samuel chapter 1 that God purposely shut her womb mm-hmm. for an appointed time. Now, the pressure on her uh, for the womb to be shut drew her so close to God that one day she broke down and wept and cried as a single woman, not with her husband. Here again, the powerful one. One, one woman cried before God, and when the priest saw her pray, the priest thought that she had been drunken with alcohol. Mm-hmm. And she said, no, 
I'm not drunken, but by the bitterness of my soul have I poured out my consent unto God. Well, God broke through for her. She conceived and had a child. She made a vow to God that if you will give me a man's son, child, I will give him absolutely to, give to you. In other words, that will be my seed of thanksgiving. One seed. One woman prayed and God gave her one boy. She gave the whole baby away after the child was weaned. Samuel became a new generation of leadership, completely opposite from the previous generation. The Bible says that, and God blessed Samuel as a leader, that none of his words fell onto the ground. In, in other words, God had so much integrity and intimacy with him that whatever Samuel said came to pass. Well, from Samuel as one man, God used him to restore, number one, the, the glory of God back to Israel. And the Bible says that because of Samuel, the war against Israel ceased. The battle of the supremacy of the Philistines also ceased. From that, in all the days of Samuel, there was no more issue of contention and evil. Imagine one man coming on the scene, quenched the battles of war, stopped the, the, the discrimination of the Jews, caused the, uh, the Jews to rise up back to their original state of dignity. Because of one man's walk with God, the entire land of Israel saw their liberty. And the Bible actually says that from, from all, in all the days of Samuel, when he was, he was a leader, Israel never fought any war anymore. All their, their, their wealth that went into captivity were restored. And no nation ever again rose up any indignation against Israel. Israel had liberty to become what it was supposed to be because of one man, because of one, one leader. I pray that God will, will, will amplify his word in the heart of those who read this book, that they will know that God does not deliver by many only, but by that one man, one leader, who can say, Lord, use me. And you will be amazed what God can use you as one seed to create a plantation of solutions and blessings that many can say, we, we now have a fresh water of, of, of liberty and freedom because of that one man. You're listening to Heart of the City. I'm Chuck Olmsted, and my guest today is Dr. Emmanuel Ziga. He's the president and founder of Grace for All Nations and Grace Business Forum, and we're talking about The Power of One, his new book. And I want to give the website where you can find uh, his book before we continue on with our conversation because we'll give this website at the end as well. But uh, you, can, you can find this book, The Power of One, <clears throat> at EmmanuelZigaBooks.com. E-M-M-A-N-U-E-L-Z-I-G-A books.com. Dr. Ziga, uh, can we make an application of, of this principle of the power of one in a contemporary setting? That we've got a Amazon mm -hmm. that's just exploding as far as building and what's going on. Yeah. The power of, of one and what the vision of Jeff Bezos was. Mm -hmm. It's pretty amazing, isn't it, that this principle, or we look at someone like Steve Jobs, and you and I talked about that yesterday, yeah. the vision that they had, then what developed out of that. There's some amazing principles that can happen 
when that vision is um, uh, comes to fruition, isn't it? Mm-hmm. You know, it, it is it is amazing to to see uh, the the examples that we have in our contemporary days. Uh, by the way, Seattle, the Northwest, the, this Bellevue, Seattle area, uh, has what I call an incredible womb of creativity. Hmm. Only God knows how many great products and uh, have been birthed out of the Northwest region, this small region here. Um, uh, Boeing Aircraft, uh, Bill Gates, Microsoft, uh, Costco, now uh, Jeff, Jeff Bezos. And the wealthiest man of the world is here. The second wealthiest man is also here. It tells me there's something about leadership. And all these are all individual names who have created a colossal world of opportunities for many people. Can you imagine that Jeff Bezos sells commodities? I mean, if I would say, what, what, what kind of businessman he is? He sells commodities. Uh, someone else produces a product. He sells it. He gets his profit, and he's become the, the, the wealthiest man in the world. Right. But be, be beyond that, uh, he has given so much opportunities, jobs for people, uh, created uh, tax tax opportunities for people to pay their, their taxes, created an industry which has produced other industries, which has produced other industries out of one man. So the power of one is an incredible focus and must be an incredible focus for all leaders. If leaders can can zero in on one person and bring out the best out of them, only God knows how many, many more people that one person you are invested into can touch. I pray that everybody must have hope. Everybody must have confidence that as you read this book, may this book take you through your journey of your individual and singular uh, destined personality to change your world. You and I were speaking just a little bit before we recorded this that uh, no matter whether someone is a teenager or is in their 50s or in their 60s, many are still trying to find their purpose yes. and their destiny, aren't they? Yeah. And this book can help to develop that, that vision for them, doesn't it? Precisely. Uh, there are s- several content, v- valuable contents that will, will educate you how to discover your purpose. Your purpose is what God give, put into you or what was God's original plan or what is your niche or what is that one thing that you are, you are the best in. And through this book, you will discover who you are and you'll be amazed what a little idea can transform you to become the relevance of our time. Every one person is relevant, but you must be, be discovered. Sometimes it takes one man who is relevant to locate somebody else who has the potential of relevance to become relevant. Mm-hmm. And there's something about the eagle eye. Eagle, the eye of the eagle is able to locate other eagles. And may God touch you as you read this book. May you change the world. Well, the name of the book is The Power of One. It's by Dr. Emmanuel Ziga. Your Singular Journey of Purpose, Destiny, and Leadership. Dr. Ziga, I want to thank you for joining me today on Heart of the City. If you want to pick up uh, this book, and uh, you can go to the website. It's EmmanuelZigaBooks.com. E-M-M-A-N-U-E-L. Ziga is Z-I-G-A. 
Books.com, and uh, you can uh, pick it up there in time for Christmas, can't you? <laughs> Dr. Ziga, thank you for joining me today on Heart of the City. May the Lord bless you. It's our honor, our privilege. Keep on your good works. Thank you much. You've been listening to this 820 AM, The Word, special Heart of the City. For more information on how your pastor or your ministry can be featured on 820 AM, The Word, call Chuck Olmstead, 206-269-6216, or go to thewordseattle.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.